0: Done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. I thought it would be useful for many of you who have are coming towards the end of the summer holidays. School is looming on the horizon. And the reality of it all is kind of coming into, um, into your vision. As in, if you're anything like me, bedtimes have become later, screen times have become become a bit more lax, meal times are later. Everything's kind of just a bit more loosey goosey during the holidays. And I think if we're we want to be reasonable with our kids, we have to be able to manage the transition to back to school and not just on September the 1st, think, oh, you need to go to bed earlier tonight because we've got school in two days and we need to be able to get up earlier as well. So how do we do this? And I th- I think the best place to start is to get everyone involved. So rather than you being the rule maker and you saying, Dad and I have discussed this and this is what's going to happen. As of tonight you're going to bed at 9. We're going you're going to wake you up at 8. I'm going to do this, going to do that. You're going to have no screens whenever it is and you can play on your screens then. In other words being the the authoritarian kind of the the superior to and being the one who enforces all the rules. Our kids don't like that. And as they get older, they really, really resent us for for doing that. So what I suggest is to find a time when you can all sit around the table in an informal way. I mean, don't, don't make it super formal like, hey, guys, on Sunday after dinner, we're going to sit down and have a meeting. You know, keep it lighthearted. You might have a meeting on Sunday after dinner. But, you know, just find a time when you can all be there and sit down and open the discussion and just say... School's going back in X number of weeks. For me, it's three weeks. So I might say school's going back in three weeks. I'm well aware of the fact that things have gone a bit uh, downhill over the summer. But hey, that's what summer is about. But in order for you to manage the transition back to school where you will have to go to bed a bit earlier, you're going to have to get up a bit earlier, you're going to have less time scrolling through Instagram and Snapchat... Let's find, come up with a plan that we can put into place and gradually transition into whatever it is we want to be the optimum for when you go back to school. So, you know, I mentioned a couple of things. Screens and limits are a huge piece of it. I have three teenagers. They're spending more time on their phones during the holidays than they do during term time but I've accepted that's just the way it is during the holidays and they're probably listening to me thinking, no, sh- yeah, she says she's accepted it, she hates it. I do hate it and we do discuss it almost on a daily basis, but I I rarely actually fall out with them about it and I am ho- managing to find a way to broach the subject and get their buy-in. So if you're wanting lim- ideas on how to set limits, consequences, boundaries around screens, I do have a course called Tech and Teens, which is full of really useful information on that. But I also have many podcasts which uh, kind of broach the subject and, and give you ideas as to how you can do it. So check out previous ep- episodes on the podcast. And if you're really struggling, do entertain the idea of uh, buying my screen Teens and Screens a tech and screen, tech and teens, sorry, course, which I've just uh, launched now. So another thing that you can discuss at the fa- at the meeting is bedtimes, you know, how are you going to bring back the bedtimes so that they're more in line with what your child needs in order f- to thrive at school versus what they're getting now because they're probably still getting the amount of sleep they need, but they're going to bed later and working, work, waking up later. So it it has to be, you know, get their buy-in, say, you know, I'm here to help you, it's not easy and say, you know, I know myself, if I try and go to bed, you know, an hour earlier tonight, I ain't going to go to sleep quickly. So maybe we bring it forward just by 15 minutes every night or every few nights, we just bring it forward, but we got to stick on it, otherwise you're going to be the ones that are, that suffer. And also off the back end of that, we discuss bedtimes. But when we discuss bedtimes, we sometimes forget about the morning time. And for me, bedtime starts at wake up time because, you know, you have to be awake for a certain amount of hours. So if your kid goes to bed a bit earlier and goes to sleep a bit earlier, but still sleeps as long and wakes up at later than usual, they're not going to go to be able to go to sleep at, at earlier that night. So it's a bit of a vicious circle. So as much as we rein the bedtimes in, I believe we have to rein the wake up times in as well. So you can discuss that with your your kids so you can help them there. The other thing that impacts bedtime is if you have family dinners, which we do. And we have, you know, I'd say almost seven nights a week we have a family dinner and those family dinners are leaking later and have leaked into the later hours during the summer. So that's up to me to bring those forward because if I don't bring the meal times forward, there's no ways they're going to get to bed any earlier. So it does start with me there in creating the routine and structure, and I can do this around meal times because I'm the one that that cooks the meals. Um, so lots of things there to consider, but I will leave you with one final thing to ponder over. And that's the subject of expectations, because if you don't adjust your expectations with regard to how it's how the uh, increasing the limits on screen time is going to go, how bringing bedtime is going to earlier is going to go, how waking them up earlier is going to go, if we expect our kids to just be able to like take it and have no pushback. Then we're the ones that's going to suffer. So manage your expectations well, and and you know be reasonable with them. It is totally reasonable and logical that that your kids are going to have a hard time if we by bringing bedtime forward, they're going to have a hard time by raining in their screen time. They're going to have a really hard time at being woken up earlier. So manage your expectations so you don't suffer, and also know that you will get pushback. You will get pushback. Read the screens the bedtimes, the wake-up times. And that pushback is normal teenage behaviour. So don't expect no pushback. That's not going to happen. So I hope that this helps you in being able to transition from holidays to school days with a bit more grace and ease, with a bit less conflict. And it, it does start with us and how we manage ourselves. So Let me know what you think of this. If you have any struggles or any other questions with regard to this, do reach out to me at louise at yourparentingpartner.com. I'd love to hear from you. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. I always enjoy chatting to you here and I really appreciate your support. Till next time. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is Louise at your parentingpartner.com.